So that was very excited. You know why we're so excited? Why, Alex? Christmas break. Yay! Holiday break, I guess that's what it's called. We're free. It's break time. It is officially, we are on break for an entire week. Yes. And our boss was also very kind enough to send us an email early to be like, shut it down. Everyone it was amazing. shut it down. It was the most beautiful email I read. Very thankful for that. Thankful. Yes. Um, it's actually we, 10 days with the weekend. Yes. 10 days, so including weekend. Exciting. Which, guess what? We include. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with an extra Monday. So Yes. Yes. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take those days. And Here enjoy. for it. Here for it. Um, and guys, because it's a holiday break time, you know we themed the episode. Oh, yes, we did. Kaisa and I love a theme. Sure so do. So you know what that means. We got a theme murder. We got a <laughs> themed cocktail. <laughs> and reality TV, which we didn't theme. But you know what? That's okay. Everything else is themed out. It's just as special. Just as special. <laughs> and guess what? Next week, also themed New Year's. We got it all it's themed our out last for you. Episode yeah, it's our last year. episode of the season. Guys, we made it through season one, and it'll be our 20th episode. Wow. I can't believe that. It's a milestone. <laughs> Wild. What an era. I, and yeah, I'm just really excited for season two. Season two Maybe coming fun. at you. But before we dive in, uh, do we have an icebreaker today? Do we have a themed icebreaker? Do I you? Like... <laughs> I don't. You don't have a random question you want to ask me about hmm. the holidays? Uh... Nothing? <laughs> like, what was your favorite gift as a child? Or Did you ever, like, go and open the gifts? Like, sneak and open the gifts before Christmas Absolutely morning? not. Really? Actually, I don't I honestly remember. I did, for sure. I'm sure I did, but... <laughs> or, like, peek under the wrapping paper? Um, Honestly, my parents were really good about hiding them hmm. when we were kids. And we really... I mean, I don't think anyone should be playing our podcast in front of their children. No. Oh, like, yeah. this Warning. is not... Like, this is not child-friendly stuff we talk about. Yeah, but in case so I there think are children. In case there are, like, probably turn it off at this point or, like, <laughs> scared it forward for what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Especially talking about Santa. Like, yeah. My parents were really good about hiding it. So they would, like, trick us and be like, guys, Santa's coming. One year they um had bells, like, these really beautiful, like, antique bells that they made us think actually came off Rudolph. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And I was, I've like, mesmerized. Like- Stuff like that. Like they put down cardboard and then used flour and made Oh, to do the footprints. Yeah. Yeah. And I believed it. It's like Santa just happened to lay down cardboard on our floor. Yeah. My parents, I don't know. It's just powder. Yeah. They did a really good job. I don't know. Parents in the 90s, man. Yeah. I don't know about now. I mean, obviously, I don't know what parents do now. I'm not one. Nor do my like parents do that. Stuff for me. Find out Santa isn't real really early because of the internet and stuff. I plan on sheltering the shit out of him. 
I want them to live a gorgeous, like, I want them Dream to life. never lose. Like Leanne Womack said, I hope they never lose that sense of wonder. Yes. I love that. Do you remember that song? I hope you no. dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope you dance. <laughs> um, <Hope you> never... <laughs> Jam. Um, but yes, um, my parents used to do all that stuff. Um mm-hmm. So, no, I don't honestly remember, like, sneaking to be able to see stuff. I remember my dad would go down. My dad would always be that parent who'd be like, okay, guys, guess that's it. And then there would be, like, one more present, like, in the basement or in the garage or, like, somewhere else in the house. And he'd, like, put up a whole big stink. And my sister and I would always be like, oh, oh, dad, we know there's one more. Because he'd do the same thing every year. And he'd be like, no, girls, that's it. (laughs) Every time. And it would be like the most, like things kids shouldn't have. (laughs) Like full disclosure, my dad was not the best with, like he bought the most audacious gifts possible for us. Like we were spoiled beyond belief. And I'm very like, you can make fun of me for it later. Like we got go-karts one year. Like shouldn't, we, I was 12. I should not have had a go-kart. Yes. I had a go-kart. I should not have had a go-kart. Okay. That's incredible. Should not. Um, we got the. You remember the big colored mat, like desktop Macs that had like the big asses yeah. that were colored. Yeah. Like I had an orange one. My sister had a blue one. Like I had a blue one again. Or green. I think I was, was like maybe fifth grade. Yeah. Like what was I doing with a computer? Like they were like we weren't big into that. We were learning what computers were at that time. Did you? Play that must have been two thousand one. Games like the uh, one hundred and one Dalmatians, Trail, Oregon, Oregon Trail, Trail. like. <laughs> I yeah. loved a good computer game. That weird octopus math game. I don't Did know. you ever play the putt putt game, which was like a car? Yes. Yes. Oh, was... I don't know. Maybe. Yes, you did. Probably. I'm sure you did. My dad wow. like works with computers and tech and stuff. So he had computers for us when we were really little. So your too. dad's Bill Gates? Basically. <laughs> tired this year, but he always oh, had computers for us. Congratulations, Papa Piat. <laughs> Pee it, poop it. That was my no nickname. way. <laughs> it's Hyatt. Sorry, but but everyone calls. Okay, me. honestly, I've never known how to pronounce your last name. It's no one does. No one gets it right. <laughs> it's okay. I feel also, like a terrible I have four friend. names. I knew that. <laughs> I'm not. Gonna I did share. know that. But I feel like that's weird. But that's fine. Yeah. I have three. I can't believe you had a go-kart. I had a go-kart, an ATV, a dune buggy. I wish you were friends when um, you were little. Uh, I had a, not a motorcycle. I had a dirt bike. We used to play ultimate spoons because my best friend lived next door. So we'd set it up where the spoons were on her front porch and we'd play in my living room. Oh, that's Like fun. the card game. And you'd have to sprint to the front yard, pick your like cart of choice and the last person would have to run oh my gosh that's funny that's a great game we were awful the amount of accidents (laughs) was bad anyway anyway we got way off topic however back to our original programming let's head to my favorite area of the podcast as i start shimmying my shoulders over to
Welcome to Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. <laughs> By the way, one of our friends said that she absolutely loves the theme song to Kaisa's Cocktail Corner. It's so funny. She says she loves how ridiculously sexual it is. It's so sexual. It's so sensual. But I like, love it. And I was joking when I recorded the Kaisa's Cocktail Corner thing, but then we just went with it and it it's hilarious. Okay, that it. is my one request or my one veto. I think so Kaisa and I decided that during the break, going into season two, we're going to make some changes. However, I think we should allow each other one veto power. Okay. Like one veto power card. And my one veto power card, if it has to come to it, is we are not changing Kaisa's Cocktail Corner theme song. <laughs> okay. We'll leave it. I love it's, it too much. It's quite funny. <laughs> it's just so good. It's iconic. It is. <laughs> What's in the so corner funny. this week? Um, so this is um inspired by Sutton and Beverly Hills <laughs> this episode. Uh, where we talk about her esophagus <laughs> issues, and it's called the Sutton Swallow, which sounds like very weird, especially with the color of the drink. But, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so this is—I've actually been muting myself this whole time. You've been explaining it because exactly. I'm cackling, <laughs> I'm crying. Oh, <laughs> this is rum chata, hard cider whiskey and cinnamon and a cinnamon stick and then cinnamon around the rim it's beautiful do you also want to tell our listeners what you told dane he has to step up in season two <laughs> am i muted no <laughs> i thought i muted myself for that sip um no i just said you have to step it up we have had fruit garnishes every episode <laughs> So we need to be more creative and I feel really bad, but um, he's what? the king of cocktails. And he's also, I have to say, we haven't had, we haven't had fruit, everyone. I know. We had candy one I time. was being mean. Yes. Yes. But we're going to make them more creative and fun. Speaking of, the sweatshirt I have on is brought to you by Kaisa. This was my present <laughs> from her and it's Teresa's, um, it's Teresa's monologue about the sprinkle cookies. Say it. Quote it. Quote it. I, I can't say the whole thing. I don't know. Yeah, the whole I can't thing. either. <laughs> but I can say the first part. She came to my house Christmas Day. She brought me sprinkle. She brought me sprinkle cookies. I re- I can see the scene in my head. <laughs> I want to play it. Also, by the way, sprinkle cookies are good. Like I've I make sprinkle cookies. Yeah, they're good. Like, I don't know what she's on. About. Don't put them in the trash whatever anyway wait 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 wait. hold up are you seriously gonna play it let's see that's like that is an iconic christmas scene okay she brought me sprinkle cookies i said to her melissa nobody touched the cookies you brought i threw them in the garbage you know what my favorite cookies are pignoli cookies that's all i said i have to say pignoli cookies are really good they are Yummy. I, w- I made brownies last night and I have had way too many, but You're I want so white. Now. I know. Okay. I have to say though, in my, as an Italian American from the Northeast, I feel like I can speak on this subject. My family makes 
sprinkle cookies over pinoli cookies. So I think it's just kind of more normal. I don't know. Yeah. I'm also not from Jersey. Joy Z. Anyway, we got a great show for you guys today. (laughs) The dark Christmas themed. Uh, Yeah. You know what? Kaisa's hopped up on Celsius. I'm hopped up on some DC. We got out of work early. This episode's <laughs> off to a great fucking start. We're hyped. We're, We're just hyped. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm here for it. Okay. We did say on the phone earlier this episode was going to be raging. <laughs> raging. It, yes. So this is a really dark uh, story. And um, I have been so excited warning. to talk about this one, though. It's you know pretty- why? Why? Because I've been a fan of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Me too. That's how I know the city. Yeah. And every time you brought this up, I've been wanting to just say on this episode, West Covina, yeah. California. It's such a good show. Josh oh my gosh. happens to live here. <laughs> okay. I had my moment. <laughs> that actress is a actor is a fan rachel bloom of, yeah of uh drag race like an extreme she was drag. a she was a judge mm-hmm. look over there that's what the episode yeah was, um yeah. jeff goldblum was on it oh my god i love jeff goldblum anyway okay so trigger warning for this yes um, there is murder and a lot of just dark awful violent things that happen so just warning and you can fast forward to whatever time we put in our which by the way i realized last episode i forgot the time i forgot to even look at what this <laughs> guys we're still getting we're still we're, getting there we're, we're, we're learning it. we're getting there it's just the two of us yeah plus dane making the cocktails and colin doing whatever he does which is existing, are, I guess. We are going to be so much better season two. I mean, we're just going to be on top of it. We're thriving now. We are. We are. <laughs> we'll remember the trigger warning. Um, <laughs> so, so in- shall we dive in? By the way, fun fact. Apparently, I have cousins in Covina. You do? Or West Covina. One of the two. Yes, my mother told me. Lovely. They were not a part of this. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so recap: the Covina massacre. It was a the, mass murder, <laughs> or the Christmas Eve massacre. It's very dark. Hence, why um, we picked it. <laughs> there was a mass murder carried out on Christmas Eve in 2008 by a disgruntled ex-husband in Los Angeles, California, or Covina, and um. His name was Bruce Jeffrey Pardo, age 45. He was wearing a Santa suit, entered a property belonging to his former in-laws and ex-wife in Covina, and killed nine people. So that's lovely. You know what that makes me think of, which is awful, that this is my initial thought. So in the TV show Family Guy. (laughs) Love. (laughs) The a gay guy who works at the bowling alley. Oh my god, yeah. His name is Bruce. <laughs> and his boyfriend who turns into his husband is named Jeffrey. Mm. 
Bruce Jeffrey. Bruce Jeffrey, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I watch Family Guy every night to go to bed. It's my white noise. Are you serious? Yeah. It makes me feel like I'm home. It's like energize me. No, I love it. I love it. I'm from Rhode Island. It makes (laughs) me. Yes. Yes, of course. Anyway. It's funny. But yes. So Pardo was later found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound at his brother's residence in the early hours of Christmas Day. Um, And police speculated that Pardo's divorce, which had been finalized only one week before the killings, was a factor in why he had decided to kill his ex-wife and her relatives. Now, Mm -hmm. a little play-by-play. I am so sorry about what's going on outside my window. If you guys can hear it. This is Coco. Okay, I heard like a very quiet little sound. But yeah, (laughs) it's all the crazy people trying to get their Christmas shopping done. So let's give a little play by play of what happened that night. Now, picture it. 1130 p.m. Christmas Eve, 2008. Family party. I was also referencing Golden Girls there. That's fine. (laughs) Beautiful. Bruce Pardo dressed in a Santa suit. He arrives at his former in-law's house in a rental car rental car you may ask why yes a rental there were several rental cars and we're gonna talk about that we're gonna get to it guys we're gonna <laughs> get to it I'm channeling my cousin chelsea right now because she listens hey chelsea hey <laughs> she's very funny she does stand up in chicago if you guys are ever in chicago what? go see chelsea barker Ooh. she's gonna hate me for saying that but i don't care all right bruce was well equipped with Multiple nine millimeter handguns, as well as a large gift wrapped package containing a rolling air compressor converted to spray racing fuel. Yeah. What a psycho. What a psycho to wrap that and be like, haha, I'm going to bring a gift to them. <laughs> so if you're telling me this wasn't planned out. Yeah. I mean, it was obviously. 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 Like, oh. So here he is. It's 1130 at night. He's dressed in a full-on fucking Santa suit. He's got this gift-wrapped box of racing fuel that's ready to set off. Multiple guns. Also, where is he hiding them in the Santa suit is also my question. Like, it's not like he's got, like, the flasher jacket on with them. He had it custom-made for him, so I'm sure he had, like, gun straps or something. Or, like, pockets. Wait, but now explain this to me. How can you get that custom-made and be like, excuse me, can you make sure to add in some, like, some gun pockets, some gun holster <laughs> pockets, so I can easily strap myself. Like, exp- I don't like. Yeah. How do you do that? That's nuts. Uh, yeah. So now it's eleven thirty. Gets to the house. He knocks on the door, and of course, it's the eight-year-old niece who answers the door, running, waving, so excited because she sees Santa. Because what are the odds is the eight-year-old's going to see Santa Claus, right? Mm-hmm. Without even flinching, he op- he pulls out one of the guns and immediately immediately shoots her and wounds her. In the face. Yep, doesn't care. He then fires indiscriminately at the fleeing party goers because obviously, you know, they hear a gunshot. They're freaking the fuck out. They want to get out of the way. He now unwraps the package containing the compressor and spray fuel, and he sprays it around the interior of the house. Because he wants to cause the most amount of damage to all these people. Because he blames everyone in this house for his divorce. Which we'll get to. 
by the way. Yeah. We'll get to the all the motivation behind this. Police believe that the fire was intended to be ignited with a flare. However, the fuel mm-hmm. conta- contacted an open flame in the house that uh, that then caused an explosion. Nine family members were killed and three were injured. One of the survivors made it to a neighbor's house where she then called the police and notified them that and identified Pardo as the likely suspect. The explosion and fire had left him with third degree burns on his arms and legs, which he was not thinking of at the time was going to possibly happen to him. He thought he was going to get away scot-free. The Santa suit melted into his skin. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. Yes. Yuck. So he changed out of it and drove to his, well, whatever parts didn't melt into his body, essentially. And he changed out of it and drove to his brother's house in Silmar, which I didn't check. I probably should have how far that is away from Covina. Yeah, I didn't look either. I think it's probably pretty close. I don't know. Which he then was found dead from a self-inflicted gunshot. He had planned an escape. And Mm -hmm. like Kaisa said, he had rented multiple rental cars and parked one near the house of his ex-wife's divorce attorney. So they suspected that he was going to be one of the victims. Mm -hmm. Because it was full of supplies and maps of the Southwest in Mexico. So, yeah, they the police speculated that the attorney might have also been a target. And he also made plans to visit a friend in Iowa. He had purchased a Christmas morning plane ticket from L.A. to Moline, Illinois, and also was carrying cash cash strapped to his body. So he had multiple... Yeah, he had a plan, but to go back, one yes. of the cars that was parked from his uh, a block from his brother's house contained remnants of the Santa suit, and the car was booby-trapped so that moving the suit would set off an explosion, 200 rounds of ammunition. What? So when they found the car, it actually exploded as they were opening it up, and the police were investigating it. Can no I one got that's hurt, one but... of my favorite phrases. Hmm. booby trapped booby booby trap Heidi hole <laughs> sorry to bring that back <laughs> Heidi hole and booby trap <laughs> I love booby trap um in his home they found several boxes for guns two shotguns a container for high octane fuel tank gasoline and they found what was described as a virtual bomb making factory in his house what um and another like fact, the fuel probably came from an aerospace company where he worked and where he met his ex-wife, Sylvia. So t- that was a random thing that I learned. That's not random. <laughs> That's important. It is important. Yeah. Uh, so they actually met in 2004. Mm-hmm. And then they wed. I hate that word. No, wed. They wed. Went from one of my favorite words to a word I hate. <laughs> Yeah, so they got married in 2006, where their marriage quickly fell apart within the first year because Bruce refused to open a joint bank account with her, with Sylvia. And he also was expect was um, he also expected his wife to be using her own finances to take care of her own three children. And she thought he'd help her out. Yeah. And he hid the fact that he had a kid from a previous yeah. relationship. 
So she found that out and she was like, well, he's not even taking care of that child. Yeah. Like, what is he going to do with me? How messed up is that? Yeah. Also, so not up. the first case I've heard of that. Oh, yeah. Multiple also, families, multiple kids. Fun fact. I caught someone when I was, fun story, when I was dating, when I was going on a first date, someone, I found out because they sent me a picture of themselves before I was going on a date with them, that they sent me a picture of them. And I zoomed in and I was like, is that a wedding ring on your finger in that photo? <gasps> and they oh were like, gosh. yeah, I'm actually in the middle of a divorce. It's like, interesting. Probably something you would have wanted to know. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, and by the way, I have two kids. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh thanks. <laughs> cool. Oh. Sorry. Fun fact. Oh, boy. Life. That's really fun. Yeah. Um. Yes, and also about the child, uh, been severely injured in a swimming pool accident several years prior for which Bruce did not pay any child or spousal support. Yeah, he didn't give a crap about his yeah. old family. No. So Sylvia and Bruce in June, 20, uh, June 2008 uh, decided to divorce, and divorce court actually ordered Bruce to pay Sylvia $1,785 a month in spousal support. Which, in all the divorces we hear about today, not that much. Not sound like that much. It's not that much. But he was really bad with money. So apparently he was in trouble financially. Clearly. Clearly. When actually, when they found him, he had strapped money to his shins underneath the suit. So, like, there was some speculation that it was the amount of money he owed his ex-wife and it was like part of the whole gift giving like plan mm-hmm. psycho plan um and the money was also melted into his skin so that's cool so that's, that's cool. cool yeah well it's so interesting too because he had been complaining to his friends that his ex-wife was like taking him to the cleaners and like just pretty much stripping him of all this money and then in july of 2008 he had been fired from his job as an electrical engineer at ITT Corporation Electronic Systems Radar Systems. I, That's the weirdest company name I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> he'd been fired from there for billing false hours to make more money. Now, he had never had a criminal record, no history of violence. And then divorce court had suspended the support payments due to financial hardship for him so kind of was all working out for him besides being fired like the divorce payments were paused Mm -hmm. so he could then work up to it but then as part of the divorce settlement he was then required to pay his ex-wife ten thousand dollars and she was permitted to keep her wedding ring and family dog and he loved the dog apparently so that was like a huge thing that really pissed him off but that's like not that much in a divorce God forbid, though, if Colin and I were to get married, and then, God forbid, we got divorced, and he took Bori away from me. Oh, I would murder people. I would want to put on a Santa suit, strap everything to my body, <laughs> go the fuck off. I would do anything for that dog. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. You gotta put the vet bills under your name. That's the key. I have a different last name than Dave. 
you put it's... everything under your name. You put your house under your name. Uh-huh. You put everything. everything. You don't split shit. Nah. Ladies, put it all under you. Your own bank account. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's under you. Mm-hmm. Don't let the man get you down. They teach you that Never. in school of rock. <laughs> Listen. Um, but yeah, so then Pardo was com- complained to the court that Sylvia was living with her parents, not paying rent, had spent lavishly on a luxury car, gambling trips to Vegas, meals at expensive restaurants, massages, golf lessons, like living this lavish life off of these payments that he's been giving her plus the $10,000. And here's him living like a slum dog non-millionaire sorry i couldn't come up with another reference and like lower just, middle class man yes exactly <laughs> like here's him yeah. at the poverty line and here's her living buck wild yeah and so clearly it just pushed him to the edge and then the divorce was finalized a week before he went ape shit so it's just nuts to think he's like Oh, I'm going to just wrap this in a uh, gift wrap paper and then also wear a Santa suit. Like, what the fuck? Well, I guess moral of the story here is don't get divorced by Christmas. <laughs> just kidding. That's not. No, that's not. What? Easter themed? You want to dress up as Easter bunny? I'm just no, because then, the, then <laughs> they can make grenades look like Easter eggs. eggs. Obviously. Duh. <laughs> We're giving people any ideas. murderers listening to the podcast. Don't, not, don't, please don't cite we us. We are joking. This is all alleged. Oh boy, um, his whole plan is very strange. He I don't had. Think we should drink Celsius and Diet Coke before these things anymore. I think we should. It's great. <laughs> um, so his whole plan was so weird because he had. Like you said, he was going to visit his friend Steve in Iowa. His but name's he Steve. Flew... Yeah, yeah. These names are so great. Steve. Bruce. Um, he he had a flight booked to a different state next. I like to, that you just did Iowa. This. He had and a flight booked. <laughs> gesturing wildly. Um, <laughs> um, and they were going to spend Christmas together for 14 days. And he had. I think it was three rental cars in California. He also had a rental car in I- Iowa or the state nearby. I don't, couldn't find the information. But very weird. Like, what was his plan? How many credit cards was he using? I know. And, like, what was his plan? Fly to a state nearby, drive to his friend's house, then what? Like, were his maybe, friend, I don't know. What, were his friends going to cover for him if he didn't go somewhere? The like, friends said he had alibis? no clue. How many um, alibis was he going to need? Like, what if right. he had chosen to go to Mexico? What was his friend in Iowa going to do? Yeah. And he had maps also mapped out to go to Mexico yeah. or Texas. Um, and yes. like, what What the fuck? Like, maybe he had multiple plans. And he was like, I'll just see what I feel like after I murder people. Yes. Um, Let me murder nine people and let me then see how I feel. Do I feel like driving or getting on a plane? What's like? Let's see how Let tired see. I am. Um, Let me see if I can get all this blood <laughs> off my body first. Good God. Um, he f- actually, the weird thing about this is he killed all of the people in his ex-wife's immediate family. So 
He killed that yeah. whole line of people. Let me just wow. name them off right now. Sylvia Ortega, age 43, was shot to death. Alicia Ortega, 70, was shot to death. I think that was her mom. Joe Ortega, 80, was shot to death. I think that was her dad. Charles Ortega, 49, smoke inhalation and gunshot. Sherry Ortega, 45, gunshot and smoke. James Ortega, uh, 51, gunshot. Teresa, 52, smoke inhalation and gunshot. This is so depressing. Um, Alicia Ortega, 46, smoke inhalation and gunshot. Michael Ortiz, 17, and he died in the fire. So, yeah, his immediate family, his parents, his kid, her kids all died. So he somehow got not not got almost said got lucky, but like he somehow killed all of them, which was probably his goal, but there's no way to plan that when everyone's running yeah. around. And then the other thing about this too is that there's also an Instagram account. Yeah, that is so bizarre. About this massacre and they use it as like a commemorative like park commemorative of the people who died but also as like a it was like an investigative yeah. journalist or something that posts it very weird yeah that was not on my bingo card when researching mm -mm. but yeah it's something oh my gosh did you listen to the 911 calls no you love doing that I don't know why I'm like I shouldn't do this I'm gonna get traumatized and like feel awful for days you're always like did you watch the video footage you're like did you listen to the call and I'm like I'm such no a because I don't want to stay up all night I like to yeah. be in bed by nine it like is not good for the mental health for sure I'm 78 years old my name is Edna <laughs> there's just so many calls, actually my like, name is agnes process like people are calling like hiding behind tables while he's shooting like you can hear it it's crazy no when i worked at the real real i was able to do that like i would listen to those kinds of podcasts during the day while i was like no scanning furniture okay. i can't do that anymore mm -mm. it's too dark i've become more sensitive i can't do it either. i'm sensitivo it's okay. So almost all surviving children at the party lost one or both parents. How Aww. fucking sad is that? I know. That hurts and, my heart. Okay, this is a positive thing. The the niece that ran towards him that he shot at um actually lived and she was shot in the face, but there's an interview with her later and she doesn't have any scars. Like wow very positive about the whole thing and they actually still have christmas together and actually celebrate their family that they lost every year so, so it's not like they're traumatized around christmas and they can't do it they still like gather and it's wow, cute wow that's sweet so that's a positive note yeah. well yeah. i'm happy she lived i know same you know like especially coming from such a traumatic experience at such a young age she probably runs away from Santa's now, but yeah. Yeah, right? Like, Jesus. Jeez. That was, oh, there was boy. no pun intended in that. Mm -mm. Sorry. Oh. Wow. So that was an intense story. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys. Why are you apologizing? <laughs> I don't know. They you know we bring it to them every episode. Yeah, you don't have to listen, okay? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills anyways. Woo-woo. So this is a funny episode, it. the last episode, so I'm excited. <laughs> Do you want to talk about esophagate? Yes. <laughs> As I'm yeah. calling it? I love that. Esophagate. Okay. You have to trademark that. I haven't seen that Should online I? yet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Consider it trademarked. Should I talk to um copyright corner? Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say, but I didn't know how to yeah. say it. Yeah. 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 Um, thank you for knowing exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Okay, so according to Sutton, she has an esophagus disorder, which I honestly believe she does have an issue. I, well, I think there's I, an eating issue, yeah. I ha- I know people who have this problem where, no, like, legit. Okay. Where, like, they have a problem, like, they start choking on food when they're swallowing. Ugh. How awful. Is it actually the esophagus closing? One person I know for sure it was. Okay. Other people it was mental. Yeah. So, Sutton, I'm not sure. I don't know. Could her. be, could be possibly an eating disorder situation, but yes, yeah. Now, do I think it's fair for everyone in the cast to harp on her and jump on no. her? And when I say everyone in the cast, I obviously do not mean Garcelle. Love Garcelle. We love Garcelle, and I mean, no matter obviously, what, Crystal is like Switzerland, like. Mm-hmm. She does whatever she, Crystal does, which I'm honest. Loving I, Crystal, I'm loving Crystal again. I'm loving. When Crystal comes out, when Crystal is Crystal, I'm like, I know why you're on the show. I love her confessionals where she's just like cracking up. Just I love. So I also good. love her and her husband together. Like they they're actually make precious. sense. Like like he's great. so nerdy and cute yeah. and like yeah, I love it. Yeah. So Sutton was really hurt obviously and then she gets in her confessional and she's like my esophagus disorder is not something to be made fun of i can't eat certain foods i've been down for four days not able to swallow my own saliva and here's my friend making fun of me as i laugh but yes i'm trying to channel steel magnolias that was really that was a great impression you gotta have a little bit more slur to the talk but not to be yes i know i I know know. i don't have my great i don't have my pink grapefruit in my purse girl if i made three hundred thousand dollars a month period i would be drinking all the time too yeah right but i honestly i think here's my opinion on the subject Mm -hmm. i think kyle is using this as her way of taking the attention off her distract yes yes deflect deflect Mm mm-hmm which then brings us to our third dinner from hell. Oh my gosh. That episode. I watched that episode three times now because it was so wild. Okay. So they're all sitting around at Kyle's house and it's a weed dinner. So they're wait, wait, all high. Wait, before we even get to that, huh. let's, let's talk about the guest list. 
Oh yeah, it's incredible. Not what? only wait, question. What? Wait, who is there? Oh my god. Okay, let's run through the guest list. Not only do we have the actual cast, so we have yeah. Kyle Sutton, Erica Garcelle, Dory Crystal, and the newcomer Anne Marie, which we will get to mm-hmm. in a moment because I have things to say about her. Yeah. We then have Sydney Bailey. Okay, why did they introduce her as guest of? I know. I know. They didn't I, even say her please name. Tell me, why did that piss me off so much when <laughs> she is fucking bravo royalty, in my opinion? She's incredible. Yeah, why was she? She is, is a queen amongst peasants. Absolutely. Because there were peasants in that room. There were, there sure compared were. compared to Cynthia Bailey, there were absolute people who should be kissing the ground she walks on. And they I am clearly it. very passionate Friend about of. Cynthia Bailey. Yeah. I'm very Bullshit. passionate about Cynthia. Then you have my favorite phrase I ever get to use, the morally corrupt way resident. <laughs> I love it. She is morally corrupt, though. Justin Sylvester, who, by the way, I love. Have you watched interviews of him? Yes. Yes. He's fantastic. He's gorgeous and And fantastic. hilarious. Mm-hmm. So funny. He was just on Nick Vile's podcast talking about the dinner from hell. Oh, I need he to is listen. so funny. So <laughs> funny. Camille Donatachi Grammar enters the building. And then the person we never thought we'd see on camera ever again. Denise Grace with our presence. fucking Richards. Welcome and she back. brought so much to the table. <laughs> Literally. Then, so that's our guest list. Then, the theme. We dinner. Now, let's flash back for a second. I This dinner, literally, I was so fucking twisted. Like, angry twisted. The first time I watched it, okay? And let okay. me tell you why. Why? I'm channeling my inner Michelle Visage. Um, do you remember when they went to Amsterdam? Yes. Kyle threw a fucking fit. Oh, yeah. About You're right. the weed. It's Morgan. She's influencing. Do Kyle just not, wants to be her. Do we not remember about how Kyle threw a fit about the weed in Amsterdam? How everyone was trying a bit of the brownie and having fun. And she was like, God, I can't do it. Like, no, I can't. And now Just she's having weird. a fucking weed dinner at her house. Also, sorry, Mo smokes all the time. <laughs> what? Mo was high, was stoned yeah. out of his fucking mind with Doree and PK. Right, right. Absurd. I'm sorry. Do we Do we forget these things for fun? Kyle is a shapeshifter. She is a meld. She tries what's, to fit in with what's whoever. the thing? What's the thing from Harry Potter? She's a what? The uh, shapeshifting thingy. Uh Dementor. It's not a dementor Wait. though. The shapeshifter. We have to call Gianna. I feel like we need to ask. Yeah. Her. I'll ask her. Yeah, um, we do. But yes, Kyle is such a hypocrite. And it's because of Morgan Wade. So there, which by the way, leads to one of the most iconic scenes ever this weed dinner. So yes, I'm currently extremely twisted that Kyle's a fucking hypocrite, but she's been a hypocrite this entire fucking season. But it leads to the, one of the most iconic scenes in housewife's history, Sutton pulling 
the joint out from under the plate and lighting that shit up. It's so like beautifully unexpected and yet it's and so, so fitting. smooth and fluid and <laughs> how she does it. She's like, I'm like so she just surprised. literally is like, she's just like, I'm full of surprises. He said I could. What happened to the American ballet in that moment, Sutton? <laughs> and I also love the commentary slash production of them showing the waiters. Like they flash to the waiters. All oh the my time. god! Like it's the best. <laughs> Can we have it out? Do you remember when they did season one of Real Housewives of New Jersey? They did the finale dinner. They came out with a special episode where they did a breakdown of just the dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love if they would do a breakdown episode of that dinner, mm-hmm. the weed dinner, and we could get confessionals from the weed staff. Yeah. Ugh. There was so much happening. What about when they were like, Denise Richards is fucking insane. She's so fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, didn't someone say something about Erica or like, they? yeah, they were just making comments like in the doorway. (laughs) It was too good. Oh my gosh. Like, but then of course it just, everything comes back to Sutton versus Kyle, which honestly kind of getting tired of. I'm so over it. Like, can we stop like Kyle's using Sutton as a scapegoat to deflect from her Kyle issues. Sucks. Kyle doesn't want to deal with the fact that guess what? You're the brat this season. You're the one under hot shit and you don't want to take the heat. Mm-hmm. So you, what you're using Sutton. Why? Because she is the only one who literally has no filter on this cast. Mm-hmm. And it used to be Erica, but Erica, for some reason is like, what you guys are I'm all scared of her. I'm obsessed. obsessed. Dane doesn't like her. <gasps> And I, yeah, I don't, oh, I truly, dare that was a, that was a gasp. If you didn't yeah. hear that. It's gasp. upsetting. It is upsetting. <laughs> How dare he? Okay. We have also have to talk about Denise Richards because she, well, she oh, talks I have about a whole it. Section she had right no here. idea. Do you not like, see? I, in my notes, I literally have a section called the return <laughs> of Denise Richards. Yes. Yes. <laughs> go through it because i just really need to take a sip of my diet real quick okay but please continue talk while i have a okay i just want to say that one scene where she's fighting um with erica and (laughs) erica apologizes sort of she's like i guess i'm sorry and she's like thank you you're welcome (laughs) oh when she apologizes like when she thinks and thank you and and then like you're welcome for herself yeah, very that. strange. Yes. She's so, not there mentally. Yes. So we get the return of Denise Richards, which we were all ready for once we saw her in the preview, right? For the mm-hmm. season. So do you remember the last time we saw Denise Richards? The last time we saw Denise Richards was during the reunion during COVID. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes where she really didn't want to participate and kyle also did her dramatic like and this will be the last time we'll ever see denise richards (laughs) in her like little confessional camera thing yeah (laughs) remember yes i mean this woman came to fucking play the facial expressions i was gonna say her face was like a silly putty 
It was just like all. It was the, the most mesmerizing, <laughs> fascinating things. What she was pulling. No idea where it came from. Is it? Did, has she stopped getting Botox and fillers? Because thank God, she was able to move that face. That face was moving in ways I never thought possible. I don't even think I could do it, and I, I don't get anything it. done. Yeah, <laughs> like. She was doing the weird... <laughs> I don't even know. What kind of stretches can you do to your face to get it to move in those directions? I don't know, but I love her. I loved it. So she said she... Like, obviously, we know she said she refused to partake in any of the THC-infused delicacies that were being served. However, she did say she had one cocktail. Just one. Do I believe that? I think there might have been some really? Yeah, she said she took cough, cough medicine also. Yeah, and then yeah. I love how no one was, no one understood why she blew up at Erica. <laughs> Not one human. So, um, you know, she went on Bethany's podcast and explained, explained why, and you know, she said like, you know how she said on the show like, you watch the show like how can you not know. Like what you did. And I mean, I mean, Erica's, Erica's a bitch. She's a bitch to everyone. She's a bitch to everyone. She says shit. She, she just says what she's thinking. Like, yeah. But she also goes for the jugular a lot. We Who's know that. profitable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So like, we get it. And then, you know, there's the upside down jacket <laughs> moment with that. Dorit that was heard around the Bravo verse. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> by the way, have you seen it all over the TikTok now? What the upside down jacket? People are doing it all over TikTok. Oh no, but that's amazing. People are doing it with their kids. Yeah. It's iconic. It is iconic. But she didn't so, talk about that scene, and she was like, "I didn't even know it was happening. I just wanted to leave." And she, she kept saying, "Like, stop, Dorit. Just yeah, you know what you're She's doing. Just like, I want you're trying I want to make it look here. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, so, like, as for the weed portion, she was like, I don't smoke, I don't do edibles, I don't do any of that. I, it doesn't mix well with my body. And she said she's tried it twice for the record, and she just She looked like at the it. camera and went... <laughs> I know. I loved her that night. She was I so good. I loved her so much. Um, Did you watch this past week's? Mm-hmm. Only Erica... Yes. That's why I said who's more profitable? Because <laughs> she says um, that to her. Yeah. You are your daughter. That was the most it wasn't the most disgusting thing Erica has said. She just said But it's things. definitely up there. At least she's saying like exactly what she's thinking instead of just like trying to pick a fight without actually saying what she yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I agree with you, funny. but that was bad. Yeah. It was pretty low. And to like, ugh, with Sutton, the whole scene with Sutton looking at her OnlyFans. Oh my God. <laughs> the makeup artist. Sutton the makeup should artist not stuff. ever be allowed on a phone. <laughs> she was like, what's this? I hope it's nothing too bad. And she scrolls down and it's like her butt or something. Like nothing crazy, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, no, 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 no!" And the, the makeup artist is like, 
for just the cost of a cup of coffee. You could have a bunch of naked pictures of um, Denise Richards, which was definitely shady. Gianna said, Gianna said that she thinks that the people who the shapeshifter things are called Boggarts. Oh, and she goes, what? LOL, what an ugly name. Boggarts. Huh. Well, that's what you mean the things that come out of the wardrobe? I'm like, yeah, I think so. Possibly. Possibly. She would know. She's obsessed. Yeah, queen of Harry Potter. I'm just going to go with whatever she says. (laughs) But yeah, so, and then now we have the newcomer, Anne Marie, which. Bilber's wife? Is it Bilber's wife? No. Wait. I love Bilber. That's no way it's Bill Burr's wife. Because there's no way he'd tell her that she's an 8.5 out of 10 at everything. No. Um, Nia? No, that's his current wife. Wait. She's on a... Was I it thought Nia? she was on a different show. No, because in that in that episode, she was like, my husband, Bill Burr. There's no performing no, no, in, no. in Vegas and da, 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 da. yeah. Anne Marie's husband's Bill Burr. I don't know if it's Anne Marie. I don't remember people's names. Yeah. Anne Marie Wiley. No, I'm dead. No, her husband is Marcellus Wiley. Okay, but who someone was his wife was there. Bill Burr's wife was there? Yeah. On this episode? She was a friend of. Yeah, she was yes. a friend of. Okay. I'm not talking about her though. I'm talking about Anne Marie. It's Nia. That's yes, who I was. Nia. Yeah. I loved her. Sorry. Loved Nia. Nia I also funny. like Anne Marie. I like Anne Marie. I don't have anything wrong with Anne Marie. I don't Marie. remember Anne Marie. <laughs> I don't like the fact that her husband says that she's an 8.5 out of 10 at everything. Oh yeah. That was weird. I thought it was weird. She was like, just kidding. My body, my body is a nine <laughs> or something. Yeah. I was like, that's strange. And then, oh, of course she's a, what does she do for work? She's like some, a nurse anesthetist and, yeah. and focuses an esophagus, an esophagi. <laughs> what are the odds? Anesthesiologist. Well, and has an esophagus problem. Guess who doesn't believe she has an esophagus problem? Anne Marie Wiley doesn't like think you just she cut has... your food up into yeah. small pieces. Oh yeah, okay, I do know Anne Marie. Never mind. What um, are the odds that Kyle's friend doesn't think Sutton has a problem and focuses in on this area? I know, Where? right? What are the she odds? Brought her on to do that. What are the odds? That's not calculated at all. Or manipulative for the timing. Don't talk about my marriage. Look at Sutton's esophagus. Don't talk about that, husband. Sorry, I had to. Oh, Kim Richards oh, yeah. saying to Lisa, oh, the, Lisa uh, Rinna about the husband, about Harry like, Hamlin. Bring up the husband. And I was like, yeah. what? This whole scene has happened before. Oh, my God. Yeah. The husband. The, the husband. husband. But like they said it exactly the same way. Oh my god, yeah. History repeats itself it hardcore on these shows. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. That again. Um. Anyway. Yes. I know, we're like at the finale though, aren't we? 
Yeah. Or we're about to be? No. Yes? Or did I make that up? We're about to be. We're getting the finale of... Episode 11? We have, like... Getting... We're getting Southern Charm and Salt Lake City finales. So excited for Salt Lake City. And Southern Charm, but... It's going to hit the fan on both. Oh, my gosh. Wait, can I just say... Incredible in this episode, I just want to say... Oh, yeah, yeah. Where she called out Dorit, and I was like, that's right. Call out the white privilege, and I'm glad she Oh, Garcelle? Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say, though, Dorit's hair was great. Dorit looks so good. I want her hair. I know. I was like texting you. Her hair was wonderful. We need her Um, hair. But yes, Garcelle... Honestly, Garcelle is just number one. I love her. Yeah, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Dorit is killing it this season, but Garcelle is. Dorit is cracking me up this season. But she's going after everyone. Actually, everyone is really great this season. Yeah, no one's really. I mean, except for Kyle. Kyle's annoying. Kyle needs to go already. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's stale. Oh, it's a good word, coming right? Coming out with the punches. <laughs> I was, I'm a little shocked. I've never heard you talk like that before. She is stale. Wow. She's got to go. Strongest opinion I think I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> That's stronger than you using the C word. Oh, oh, wow. Which I do. I know. This podcast. I but... know, but wow. <laughs> Actually, taking so glad back. I could take your breath away i'm never speechless and you know that she's gotta go man wait have you seen the pictures of mo like oh with the gen z kids yeah what the (laughs) fuck is happening he's like partying with why is he hanging with lele pumps yeah i obviously have no other way of saying her name that's all i know I'm hot. He's with Paris Hilton too, which is a very weird connection in the whole sense of the word. Well, yeah, Kyle and Paris are related, so yes, that's why I'm saying it's a very weird connection. Yeah. Oh wait, Mo was hanging out with Paris. No, Mo was hanging out with Lele Pons, who is friends with Paris. I see. That is weird. Yeah, that's why I was like, is his daughter there or something? No, but he went on a date with that 33-year-old influencer, which is also weird. And like, why? Like, Mo, what are you doing? Midlife crisis. Yeah, clearly. 100%. And Kyle's just in Mexico, like, taking peaceful sunset pictures. Sure. And he's like, skiing naked with champagne and (laughs) 20-year-olds. Younger than my daughters. Very yeah. strange. Very strange. So cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we'll see how that goes. But until then, we'll just keep watching. Yes. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Yeah. <laughs> Any recommendations for us? What are we going to do? I honestly am like, what are we going to do with our all our time? What do you mean? I need to recommend. What am I going to watch? I don't know. Like, oh, with all this time. Well, you got me hooked on Chicago Med. So yeah, I'm going to be something. finishing that up. <laughs> I need something to be hooked on. Um, hmm. 
I don't know. I what guess I could start you. one of the other Chicago shows. Yeah, I saw there's like Chicago Fire. Yeah, and Chicago I guess I'll try Chicago PD. Fire or PD now. I watch 911, which is so cheesy, but I just love it. Oh, that's with what's Brian Safi, isn't it? Yeah, he's in it. And then, um, um what's, what's your name? Connie Britton with the great hair. Yes. 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 I love her yeah. American Horror Story. Um, maybe I'll, you know what? I've never seen. This is really going to be terrible. I've never seen It's a Wonderful Life. Oh my gosh, you have to watch it. Yeah. I, what? I that surprises it. me. I know. You're like an old movie fan. I know. So every oh. year while I get ready for Christmas, I watch Christmas in Connecticut, which is a fantastic movie from the 40s. But mm. maybe I'll watch It's a Wonderful Life this year. Hmm, maybe I'll watch Christmas in Connecticut. I've it's never seen that. Very one. good. Very? Yes, it's in black and white if you can handle it. Oh no. That's how old it is. I love a good black and white movie. That's called a film. I don't, but it's okay. It is a film. It's, a, I respect it's not it. even a film. It's called a picture. A picture. I'm we'll in the picture. in the pictures. <laughs> I would say I'm aging myself, but I'm really not. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm aging my soul. You're an old soul. Um. Okay. So everyone, please. Yeah. Go right now. Open your app. Yep. Go. Oh. Oh. Go. Like. Subscribe. Rate. Review. Rate, review. Follow. At it helps crime us so, cocktails so much. and BS. Huh? It helps us so so much. Yes, it does. It and guys, really you to do that. You don't want to miss out when season two drops. There's going to mm -mm. be so many new and fun things. Yeah, we might be giving out freebies. We're going to be doing some fun stuff. The word merch might be getting thrown around. Could be. Could be. Could be. <laughs> We're thinking about it. We're thinking about happen? other logos. We're thinking about a new theme song. We're thinking it's about real good. Maybe replacing me. Just kidding what i'm joking obviously no Bori's gonna be replacing me we yeah. gotta get out of here i'm being yeah. insane all right love you guys thanks again for listening thank you bye bye <laughs>